Everybody, I was on a mission this week. I wanted to understand why is it some people succeed and excel over and over and over and again, and why do some people fail and give up? One of the things that prompted this is I was thinking about entrepreneurship and businesses. There's a very, we always hear about a high percentage of startup businesses that don't succeed. And I was wondering and asking myself, and I did research for you this week, what are the characteristics? What are the characteristics of those individuals that make it and those that don't? What are those qualities? What are those traits? What are those characteristics that keep people going and drive them on and other people, they give up, they fail? And this led, as I was doing some reading and some research, it led to, another question a little bit more specific how do we develop that inner strength to achieve those long time those long term goals to keep going to keep going and to not give up when things get challenging when things get difficult when we get knocked down why do some people bounce back up and others don't that's what i explored today that's what i explored all this week i've been giving a lot of thought about this and i wanted to bring to you what i learned in this process um it's it's, it's something very near and dear to my heart because like we all want to succeed we all want to be successful whatever it is we're doing dog training business family life relationships and so i posed this question um to one of my mentors and it led to some really interesting findings. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So uh, if you're new here, thank you for joining. I see we already have some people here. Um, my name is Erica Bowling. I am the owner and founder of Northeast Canine Conditioning. I love helping people take their sport dogs, their working dogs, turning them into elite canine athletes. And I love helping and mentoring and supporting people and taking their passions, turning that into profit, possibly even a full-blown career. And um, one of my particular passions is dealing with technology and online teaching and learning. So I really like helping people um, expand their businesses online. So um, what I'm going to talk about today applies to uh, it applies to all these areas. Like I said, it's not just um, it's personal, it's professional, dog-related, non-dog-related. And I'm going to be sharing, I'm going to be reading some quotes, I'm going to be sharing some research with you. And uh, stay here, stay here, because you want to know, do you have these traits? Do you have the qualities? Or do you know how to develop the qualities that will give you that inner strength to achieve your long-term goals? Um, and let me just tell you, this first quote that I'm going to share with you, it comes from a, a quote from a book called Drive. It's called The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. They've done a lot of, there's a lot of research on this, you guys. This isn't just stuff that I'm just kind of spouting out and, and, and telling you, you know, things that I like that sound good to me. Um, this is stuff grounded in research. And they did research studies and they, they found, and it was reported in this book called Drive, the best predictor for success. And some people, there, some people might think, oh, it's luck or, people who are really, really smart, and or people who have resources and a lot of money, right, to do the things to support them and go to school and do what they need to do. They found in numerous different studies, and they looked across different, they looked at people in the military, they looked, I mean, they looked at all different types of professions and careers. And they found that 
it wasn't necessarily intelligence. I mean, you have to have some intelligence, but it wasn't the people who were highly, highly intelligent. It wasn't the people who had, you know, great, when they looked at the military, it wasn't the people that, you know, were the strongest physically. It wasn't necessarily the people who had the most resources, right? What they found, what they found was people who had grit. People who had grit. And grit, we can, there's a couple different ways we can define it. Grit can be defined as this perseverance. It's that passion for continuing and seeking those long-term goals. You don't give up. Grit can also be defined as that motivational drive, right? So it's not necessarily the person who's the smartest. It's not necessarily the person who had the most resources. It's the person that had that perseverance, that inner strength, they didn't give up. When they encountered, quote, failure, when they encountered challenges, they had that inner strength to keep going. And, um, and I'm going to talk to you. So what, what, is, what, what are some characteristics of that inner strength? And what they found in some of these studies, like, this is something you can develop. It's not like you're just born with it and you're born the winner. You're born the person who's going to succeed or you're born the person who's always, always going to struggle in life. These are their characteristics and qualities and, and strengths and, and, and things that you can acquire and work on if you know what it is you need to work on that can help you develop this grit. So, hey, Catherine, thanks for joining us, Conchetta. So, uh, Robert, thank you for joining us. So do you guys put down if you if you can put in the chat box, what do you think? What are the qualities? What are the things we need to develop if we're going to have grit? If we're going to have this inner, this strength, this perseverance, this determination that's going to get us through. Uh, and I'm going to share. I'm going to share. Write them down. Let me know what you think. Do you think you have grit? <laughs> How much grit do you have? <laughs> so as I go through, I'm going to share, share a series of these. I want you to think about are these qualities that you have right now? Or are these things you need to develop? All of us want this. Like all of us want to succeed. We don't want to fail. We want to reach our goals. We want grit. We, we don't want to give up. Who wants to be considered somebody who gives up, right? So um, most of, I, I did a lot of reading. I pulled from various places, but the majority of the stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you, it comes from an article called The Five Researched Backed Ways to Increase Grit. So you know me, I've got a PhD in education. So when I can find stuff that is supported by research, like that makes me happy. I mean, if it's supporting stuff that I want to follow. <laughs> so um, grit. Okay, Conchetta says grit seems abstract. I'm going to give you some very specific things to think about how we can make it. <laughs> Erica says, I had grit, but I lost it. You need to find it again. Erica, I'm going to help you find it tonight. I'm going to give you some strategies and some things that, I mean, you're not going to all of a sudden just get it all in one, you know, psh, here you go. I'm giving it to you. I'm going to give you some things to work on. Okay. So stick around. You guys stay with me. Are you ready? Perseverance. Yes, that's part of it. It's perseverance. Let me, let me go and jump right into it. Okay. You ready? First off, um, if you want to know more about this, Angela Duckworth, um, she's done a lot of research on this and she has a book out there called Grit, The Power and Passion of Perseverance. And she also has a TED Talk out there. Do any of you know Angela Duckworth? Anybody here know Angela Duckworth? Again, you're seeing the the, uh, the geek and the nerd in me from my, my academic background. Okay, so here we go. Grit. Oh, 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 you guys, I forgot. I forgot to tell you something. 
what brought this all about? Okay, I was meeting with my coach uh, and my business coach, and we were talking about things to teach people like you. And I was like, hey, you know, Jane, like they want strategies. They want how to. They want to know all the, you know, how to design an online business, how to sell courses, how to get people to buy my programs. And she was like, wait a minute, Erica. Yes, you can have all the strategies in the world. And she's worked, I don't know, like 30 years in the business world. She's coached many, many people in starting up businesses. She's seen a lot of people su succeed and fail. I totally, let me give you the backstory. This is how this all came about. So I was going to come and teach you guys, like, let's talk about strategies. Let's talk about the things to do to be in place. And she said, wait, wait. She said, I said, Jane, when you look at all the people you've worked with, who's been successful, successful and who's failed? Who stayed in there? Who survived long term? Not just one week, not one month. And she said, it wasn't the people that had all the strategies. It wasn't the people that had all the strategies. And we were talking about an article. Uh, it's called Seven Traits to Adopt in the Year of the Dog. We're in the Year of the Dog. And she said, Erica, these traits, these are things that you have. For example, the people who succeeded, she said, they things like loyalty, persistence. They were perceptive. They were positive. They were tough. They were helpful. They were trusting. She started describing these traits and she said when she looked at people who were successful and weren't, people who were there long term and who weren't successful long term, she said that they were missing something, one or more of those areas. And it wasn't just the knowledge of the how to. OK, so even though that's what everybody wants, they want the strategy. So that's kind of how this conversation came about. So, OK, so what did I learn? So I said, OK, I'm going to Google. I'm going to research. I want to know what are these qualities long term? I don't want to be successful for one week or one year. I want what I'm doing, my goals. I want to be successful five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. What what makes it work? All right. Number one, you guys, these are research supported. These are research. We got research to support this. Number one, you got to follow your passions. You have to. And what they said was you have to. Uh, it wasn't just thinking about, you know, what I love. And you don't necessarily know right away what your passion is. One of the things they talked about in this article is that you have to get out there and you have to try different things. You have to go out there and find like, you know, you don't necessarily start out being the expert. And you might think that you know what your greatest passions are, but I don't know about you, but you know, as I get older, as the years go on, what I'm passionate about now, like some of it has really changed. It's different from where I was five years ago, two years ago. So sometimes if you, if you're sitting there and you're like, okay, Erica, but I don't know what my passions are. Like I have interests, but I don't have that one big driving passion. Like I don't know what it is. And what they talk about in some of these articles is you have to go out and try new things. You have to experiment and explore. And through that, if you're not sure of what those passions are, you start to kind of figure it out. And also, once you figure it out, don't assume it's always going to, to, to stay the same forever and ever. So following your passions is if you're in a situation right now and you're asking yourself, you know, Am I going, if I'm starting a business, am I in a business, is it still going to be around 15 years from now, 10 years? Is it going to last me through, you know, until I retire? One of the things to ask yourself is, are, you know, do, are you doing something you really, really have an interest in? And Catherine says, love your job. Love your job. 
um, you know, love your business you created, right? <laughs> um, those, those are things to be thinking about. Okay, so the next thing. So let's say we have our passion, we know what it is, and maybe we don't know what it is, okay? We know we have to try new things. We have to put ourselves in new situations to try to figure it out. But, I mean, this is essential. You have you have to follow interests. You have to have a strong interest in what you're doing because that's gonna that's that's gonna give you the grit to stick it out when things get tough, right? If that if that true interest and passion isn't there, when things get really 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 hard, giving up starts to look a little bit nicer. <laughs> okay, the next one. You ready? Ready for the next one? This one, I see a lot of people. You guys, they want the easy route. They want the easy way out. Research shows. Research shows, Angela Duckworth will tell you this too. Practice, 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 practice. <laughs> so it's deliberate practice, intense, focused practice. And also what we know about practice is you have to learn, you have to evaluate, assess, you have to look at your weaknesses. You can't shut your eyes to it. When something doesn't go the way you want, okay, don't just go, you know, I'm going to go cry in the corner and then now I'm going to forget about it and, and do something else. <laughs> um, we have to practice. We have to revisit. And when things don't go well, we have to investigate it. We, no matter how much it hurts or we don't want to look at it, for true grit, when things don't go well, you have to explore your weaknesses and figure out what are you going to learn from it right so it's practice pra and this is something this is where i see people want they want the success they want the money they want the blue ribbons right they have the passion but they're not willing to put in the work they're not willing to put in the hard work and this is where i think that practice that intense practice comes in um and uh yeah concerns that deliberate deliberate you got to stick with it and there's now, I, I want to say something here about it also, is when things don't go well, <laughs> um, something, you know, you're, it just was totally not what you expected. It's a failure. I don't like using that word. I personally, sometimes I can't immediately jump into evaluating my weaknesses because I get too emotionally connected to it. And I feel sometimes I'll feel like it's a reflection on me. Like nobody bought my class. Oh my gosh, my class sucks. Like, I can't look at it that way. Um, the evaluations, the student evaluations I get at the end of the semester at the university, I, I, I always wait until I'm in the right frame of mind to read them, and then when I read them, I have to just completely step away from them for a while. I mean, usually they're good, but there's always somebody. I'm not gonna make everybody happy. There's always somebody who's gonna co complain about something, right? So for me, um, yes, evaluate your weaknesses, but sometimes, Sometimes there's something to be said to step away for a while and get that emotional distance. And then when you're ready to look at it like a researcher, you're ready to look at it without getting all personal and up, you know, emotionally upset by it. That's when you evaluate it for your weaknesses. And, and then you figure out how you're gonna make things better, okay? So if you wanna have true grit, you wanna persevere, you wanna have that long lasting success, you don't wanna give up is, you know, it hurts sometimes. It's not a good feeling when things don't go well. It's, we. I don't know about you, but I don't like to look at my weaknesses. <laughs> it doesn't feel good, but that's why I have to separate the emotion from it and look at it as, okay, what can I learn from this? Um, so that is definitely something 
we all have to do. Um, it's not always feel, you know, it's not always a good feeling thing, but according to research, you have to do it. You have to. All right. The next one. Uh, Robert said, um, also record your practices to evaluate. That's really good. Um, so sometimes I'll have all of those learning moments where I reflect on, you know, what, look at my weaknesses and how do I want to make it better? And a lot of times, in, you know, when that moment happens, I get all these ideas and that's really, that's a great idea. And that's a good reminder is write it down because for example, like if I do a, a Facebook live or a webinar and afterwards I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't do really well. And I want to do this differently, this differently, this differently. If I don't write it down and then I do a, a webinar or a lesson, you know, maybe three months later, I'm going to remember some of the stuff, but I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to learn as much as if I document it and I can keep it fresh. Good, good idea. All right, the next one, the next one. So practice, practice, practice. Here's the next one. This was interesting. You have to find a purpose. You have to have a purpose. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share a little bit of a of a of a quote from this. It says, it's not, it's again, research supported that having that long term, you know, that perseverance to not give up, it's not just having passion alone. It's not just being interested and motivated. What they showed in this research was that when you had a purpose, um, when you had kind of like that higher calling, you know, to help other people, there was a bigger mission behind what you were doing. People had more grit. And they had a quote. It said, gritty people, <laughs> gritty people didn't merely have a job. It, it wasn't like just simply, I have a job I like, or, you know, I have a job I'm passionate about. It said they have a calling in life. It's something bigger. It's something grander. And um, those were the people that were more likely to have that grit and that perseverance to keep going when times got rough and to, to succeed long term. And that was the big thing I was questioning um, this week was, it's the long term being in it, you know, for the long haul. And um, and this was it. This was also interesting. It was also um, uh, they were quoting uh, some research here. They said that they did a research study where they had people working in their jobs and they said, OK, we want you to think about, you know, look at the job that you're doing and how what you're doing is, you know, it has like a bigger reach that it has, you know, that bigger mission and something, you know, good is coming out of what you're doing. And they found that um, simply changing the mindset, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that if you don't have that big calling and passion for your job, you know, that, you're, oh, you know, you're doomed for failure. <laughs> they said that you can actually tweak your mindset. You can change the way you think. And that's where they'll say, you know, try to see the positive, be grateful. You know, if you're doing a job and you're feeling like, you know, you're just, you know, it's just not, you're just not totally loving it and you're just not totally passionate about it. Thinking about, you know, how is what I'm doing helping others? How is it beneficial? How is it serving a bigger purpose? They said that when they were able to have people start to think about it in that frame, you know, that mindset that they started to actually see a difference in how the people were working and their happiness and their um, their productivity and that that mindset, you can change it and tweak it. You know, I'm not saying all of a sudden overnight, you know, what was just a job becomes now, you know, your one and only true passion and you never want to do anything else. 
but it can have an impact on the long-term effects of you being in that job if you can't change it. Um, so Catherine said, someone told you to find your purpose, not your why, uh, makes it more, yeah, that, that purpose, I talk about it, uh, uh, your mission, um, and you, you know, sometimes when I started my business, like I thought about, okay, I wanna help dogs stay fit. I wanna um, help dogs get healthy and prevent injuries, right? So you, what, what I'm trying to say here, um, I'm gonna give you an example, is sometimes we don't always know that mission and sometimes we have to do some reflection and we have to do some thinking and sometimes that, that purpose is a little bit deeper and we have to look for it. So the example was when I first started my business, I thought my purpose and my mission was to help people have, you know, more athletic dogs, healthier dogs, more, you know, more dogs that were fitter that could, you know, do their work work longer. The more that I started thinking about what is that bigger mission, what is that bigger passion that's really driving me, and I realized it wasn't just to keep the dogs healthy. It was actually working with the owners and helping them kind of motivate them and transform their lives and helping them totally look at their dog in a different way that it not only helps their dog have a better, you know, a, a healthier, you know, a more fit life, but it was actually what, what was really driving me was the impact I was having on the lives of the owners and how working with them, how I could totally transform the way they were thinking about their dogs, their business, their own self-confidence, their motivation. So I actually thought, I thought my mission was just, you know, the dogs. And I actually found that the bigger thing driving me and the passion that was really keeping me moving forward is when I would, I would see a huge impact and really transform lives, the owners and the handlers lives. So, um, so that purpose, again, sometimes, sometimes it's just not right there on the tip of our tongue and we can't just say, that's what our mission is. That's the purpose. Sometimes we need to spend some time, you know, um, delving more deeply into what drives us, what 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 is our, you know, what's what motivates us. And one of the things I was reading with uh, Angela Duckworth, they were they were saying that a lot of times when they look at people, when they identify their their passions and what drives them and their mission and their goals, they found that a lot of people, um, they those passions started to emerge um, in adolescence. And so one of the recommendations was if you're struggling with this is to reflect back if you're an adult, <laughs> uh, to reflect back when you were a child, reflect back when you were an adolescent and look back then to the things that really motivated you and interested you. And um, my mom actually was talking, we were talking about this and she was saying, you know, going back to those things that really make you happy. And it was really interesting because I hadn't thought about it when I looked at the things that drive me right now and the things that I'm passionate about now, um, I can see traces of it going back to things that even when I was like eight years old and when I was 12 years old, things that um, really motivated me and, and um, that, that kept me driven. Um, so again, if that's an area where you're struggling about your passions, where you're struggling to identify you know, that, that drive and the mission, is do a little bit of you know reflecting, do a little bit of journaling. Think about when you were a teenager. Think about when you were in elementary school. What did you love doing? What fascinated you? Um, what kept you interested and kept your attention? Those are some ways to think about it. All right, you ready for the next one? Grit, grit. That's what we're talking about. You know, what is it that's going to give you? What's going to give you that inner strength? 
that inner strength to achieve your long-term goals. All right, so here's the next one. Have hope. <laughs> Have hope. And they said here, when it's talked about, let me see if I have a good quote here. What they said here, when they looked at the research, having hope, but it's an active type of hope. Let me give you an example. It's where you believe, you believe that you can make things happen. You believe that you have an impact and influence on the world around you. So, for example, uh, it says, research shows people without hope, when you don't have that kind of active hope that you have, a, you have the belief that you have a control of the situation. It said, research shows people without hope, they avoid bigger challenges, they quit easy, uh, earlier, and they act helpless. And I know that's none of you. I know that's none of you. But if we go back and we think about hope, active hope is, for example, if I try something new and it's a complete failure, I'll give you an example with my dog when I was competing in, uh, competing in French train. And um, my first dog I competed, he was he was like a master at it. Like every time we could, everything he did, he did, he was amazing at it. My next dog, I think I took things for granted and I worked really hard, but we failed the very, very, it's called the brevet. It's the very entry level. Like we failed the very beginner basic entry level. <laughs> and my other dog, I never failed. Like I never failed at anything I really tried at. I was devastated, right? I was devastated. And what I got on the phone with my trainer and what completely changed things around was I said, listen, my trainer at the time lived in Florida. Well, he's still in Florida. Um, and I'm in New Jersey. I was in Massachusetts company. And an hour after we failed, I called him up and I said, what are you doing Christmas break? I'm gonna come down there and we're gonna train and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna compete and we're gonna get this. So it was even though we failed and I, I felt horrible, I had this active hope. I had this hope and this belief that if I, I, I knew what my, my holes were in the training, I knew what some of the problems were, and I knew, I was like, if I go and I work on this, I go find somebody who's skilled, we go work on this together, that I will succeed. And that's what I did. I went back, all right, we trained, I competed, I failed again, <laughs> we did, we failed twice. It was one mistake, it was a mistake that instantly failed us. He bit the decoy too early. Everything else was perfect. He failed again, <laughs> but you know what? I had active hope. I had, And I went out and I didn't give up and I knew, I was like, I can control this, we can work on it. I went back. I kept working on it. I did not give up hope. We competed again that year. We completed that level. We went to the next level and we actually got, um, we competed at uh, the national, the regional championships and we got vice champion, all right, at the regional competitions um, like a year and a half later, okay? So that's an example. Like we failed a couple times, but what I didn't give up, I didn't, like I had that hope. I had that hope and that optimism that I have control, I can do this, okay? So for grit, for perseverance, to sticking it out long-term and succeeding long-term goals, you ha you can't have a mindset of failure and giving up. And another thing that helps me is when I say, um, I tell myself, failure is not an option. That's that act of hope. 
whatever you got to do, you got to figure it out. But it's that mindset that you're going to learn from your mistakes. You're not giving up and you're and the belief that you have control and you can figure it out. You're going to make it work. So important. So important. Are you guys relating to some of this? Hmm. Um, Oh, definitely. Kevin says, is going to a horse show? I said, yeah. And like I said, this covers in, in various areas. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. Are you, as you're hearing this, are you guys thinking about your own strengths and weaknesses? Some of these areas you probably say, okay, I'm really good at this, but you know what? I'm not so good in this area. These are areas you can work on. Okay. Here's another one. Uh, flexible thinking. Flexible thinking. So, this is where they said flexible people don't see problems. They see opportunities for growth. They see opportunities for growth. So when you have challenges, you have to be flexible. When you have challenges, you have to see it as growth, as an opportunity for growth, as an opportunity to learn. Those are the people who are going to be in it in the long haul and they're going to succeed in the long term, meeting those long term goals. You have to be flexible. Sometimes you have to change a direction. Sometimes you have to change focus. But you always have to be looking at it in that sense that I'm learning from this and it's an opportunity to grow. You don't see failure to give up. You're not looking at, oh, nobody, you know, nobody's, nobody likes my book that I just published. You know, nobody, whatever it is, you can't look at it as a reflection of, I'm okay, that didn't work. I'm going to give up. You have to look at it as, okay, I got something to learn from this. It's an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to grow. So that is, that's another way to look at it. Um, here's, a, here's another one. <laughs> I'm using the, the language from the article I read. <laughs> Join a gritty group. <laughs> Don't you just love the sound of that? Join a gritty group. Okay, what does that mean? This is what they said. Over time and under the right circumstances, the norms and the values of the group of people that you surround yourself, they start to become your norm and your values, okay? So here's, you know, it's where it's like surround yourself with the people who, who you wanna emulate, you know, put, surround yourself with people who are successful in the things that you wanna succeed at. Surround yourself with people who have grit. Surround yourself with optimistic people. Surround yourself with people who don't accept failure. And what they show from research is that if you surround yourself with those people, and it doesn't have to be physically, like I have an online community and I surround myself with these, these people online also. And what they show is when you surround yourself with these types of people, you start to acquire those, you're more likely to acquire their traits than them acquiring yours. You're more likely to acquire their values, start to bring in some of some of their beliefs, their qualities, their determination, their grit is gonna rub off on you, right? Um, so that is another area. So are you guys are you guys surrounding yourself with <laughs> gritty people? <laughs> Sometimes I think of grit and I think of like dirty, but <laughs> uh, well, you know, dirty people are gonna help you out. But <laughs> <laughs> but so so let me go up here uh, let me before we leave uh, our, our time is running out but if if this is something that interests you and you want to have these types of conversations you want to hear more about things that are going to keep you positive inspiring you and, and helping you with success we do have some gritty people in my Facebook group 
is called Canine Business Secrets for Online Success. We, it's a focus, it's a lot of um, people who are interested in whatever you're doing, expanding and reaching more people and touching more people, whether it's business or um, you know whatever you're doing, there is an online component, but I, I share a lot of things with this group that are um, kind of very similar to what I'm talking about tonight. So if you're a canine professional, if you have a canine business interest, if you have an interest in um, um, how to be successful with you know online, um, if you're just a dog lover and you want to get inspired, we do have um, a great group of people there. And um, I am actually going to start a series of Facebook Live videos. Um, and I, I posted a link, or we will be sharing a link. Conchetta, I, I gave it to her to help share. Um, but start uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I'm going to be doing some Facebook Live videos. I'm going to give you strategies for being successful um, online. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be talking about this mindset stuff. Because as I said at the beginning of this, you can have all the tips and all the tricks and all the strategies in the world, but if you don't have the mental toughness, if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't have, if you don't have that grit, <laughs> the odds aren't going to be as stacked in your favors for long-term success. So if that's something that interests you, um, and if you're not already a member, think about jumping on over to Canine Business Secrets for Online Success is my Facebook group. And um, tomorrow at uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, I'm gonna be going live. But also, um, if, if you're watching the replay, you guys, my videos, the replays are all in there. You can go in and you can still watch them. So if you, if you kind of like these types of conversations, if you wanna learn more, um, go in and definitely jump in and, and join us. Request to join, it's a free group. So let me go over uh, very, very quickly. So let me see if I had another quote. Well, one, one other thing I wanted to mention that I forgot was when they talked about, yeah, let me go back. When they talked about grit and they talked about follow your interests, this is important. I forgot to say this. One of the things they found in the research was you find your passion, you find your interests, and it said you find a mentor a coach, a teacher, somebody who can help support you and guide you on the way. That is gonna help set you up for that long-term success, meeting your long-term goals. And I always preach this, you know, we can't do it alone. Or if you do, you can do it much better if you surround yourself with the right people and you have, you know, a mentor, a coach, um, an expert to help support you and guide you. And um, and we have some of that um, in, in my videos and groups. I, I try to share with you guys as much as I can to help you and support you along the way. So the, uh, the article link, I will put the article link if you go back after the replay or if you're watching the replay um, because this video is playing in multiple areas right now on Facebook. Um, but I'll go and put the link up. Let me tell you, the main article that I pulled this stuff from, it's an online article and it's called Five research-backed ways to increase grit. But the articles, what a lot of these articles, what they're doing is they're cite, a lot of it is citing the work. Um, Angela Duckworth is known. Um, she, she's a researcher. Um, she's She does a lot of work in this area. And uh, she has a number, uh, she's got articles and books. She's got a TED Talk. So if this is something, um, the articles that I was citing, it's just a, quick, a short summary of her work and other people's work and research in the area. But if this is a topic that interests you, I would definitely encourage you to check out Angela Duck, uh, Duckworth. Um, check out her TED video. Um, she might have, I, I, I know of one that she has out there. Um, and uh, check out, here's her name again, so you guys can see it. Um, but check out um, her book, uh, Grit, The Power and Passion uh, of Perseverance. 
Um, and then, like I said, if, if these are conversations that you like having, and especially if you are, uh, if you have a, a passion for dogs, if you're a canine professional, um, and, you know, if you're, even if you're not interested in online type aspects of business, because a lot of this stuff applies, you know, not just for business, but life in general. But come on over and join us in the Canine Business Secrets for Online Success in my Facebook group. Because um, I will be doing more videos. Thank you. Conchetta did post a link. Um, any questions, you guys? Was this helpful? So a quick rundown. A quick rundown. Grit. Grit. The inner strength. Developing the inner strength to achieve those long-term goals. It's that perseverance, right? It's that perseverance and that passion for long-term goals, long-term success. And what are some of the things we need to be thinking about? Follow your interests. Practice, practice, practice. You have to be dedicated to it. You have to evaluate your weaknesses. You have to have a higher purpose, a higher calling. You're not doing it just for yourself, just out of your interest. Again, this is supported by research to support this. Have hope, active hope. You have to have that optimistic frame of mind. You can't give up. You can't give up. You can't. You have to have flexible thinking. You, you have to look at challenges and failure, not as failure, but as opportunities to learn, opportunities to grow. And sometimes it takes us in a different direction. You have to be flexible if you want to have that true grit. Join a gritty group. <laughs> Because you're here tonight, or if you're watching the replay, you're already part of a gritty group. You're here with me. <laughs> and uh, and again, if you want to take more action, um, join uh, the Facebook group, Canine Business Secrets for Online Success. If you see uh, a link here about my online series of Facebook Live videos, um, if you put your email address in there, I'll um, just make sure that you get email reminders. I'm going to be doing them Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, every day, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, if you're watching the replay, um, those videos are going to be in my Facebook group, so you can come watch them too. So, any questions? Was this helpful, you guys? I'm looking to see if I missed any comments. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So, as we wrap up, if any, as always, if any of this was helpful, useful, informative, um, if it helped you, if you found it helpful and beneficial, I'm sure somebody else will feel the same. So I encourage you to share my videos, my replays, pass them on to others, email them the link, share on Facebook. Uh, I love for the stuff to get out if people find it helpful. Um, again, if this was your first time here, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Um, every Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on my Facebook business page, Northeast Canine Conditioning is where you will find me and catch me live. You're always welcome. Come in, drop in live, share questions, share comments. Um, if you're watching the replay, add comments. I go back. I do read the comments afterwards, and I'll, I will respond if you have a question. Um, but if you can, come join me live, 8.30 p.m. Fridays, Eastern Standard Time, on my Northeast Canine Conditioning Facebook business page. And, uh, and I hope to see you guys here next week. Um, if you're watching live, just give me a few minutes in the replay. I will go back in the links. I will put the link for the article. Uh, well, maybe one or two of the articles I was referencing and, uh, and share some of the information about Angela Duckworth. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your comments. And I hope to see you next time as we go live talking about various topics from canine fitness and conditioning to following your passions 
and turning them into your dreams, your long-term, short-term dreams and building profit from it. Have a good evening, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.